The Next to Nothing podcast is brought to you in part by our partnership with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is your one-stop shop for everything geek. Find discounted books, new and old games, and a variety of software. A portion of all purchases from Humble Bundle go to supporting a charity of your choice, like the American Red Cross, St. Jude's, Save the Children, and more. With $145 million raised so far, Humble Bundle is a great place to buy your games and help save the world. Use our affiliate link in the description of this podcast, and a portion of your purchase will not only go to a charity, but also help support the show. Visit HumbleBundle.com for more details. Alrighty, guys, we're starting up the podcast right about now. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Hey, what's happening, guys? What's going on? Not much. I was just talking about the weather. It's, Dude. um... <laughs> It is. It is dark, gray, wet, and very, very windy outside. Uh, I can see right outside the window. <laughs> I mean, so like in my yard, we have like this row of uh, trees that separate us. They're like these little almost hedges that separate us from mm-hmm. the uh, neighbors, and they're just yeah. all over the place. <laughs> they're like the, the things you see outside of like the car dealerships. They're just like. <laughs> Dude, almost, <laughs> almost. I would, oh, I would man. show the outside, but Dude, uh, I don't feel quite, like doing that right now. Quite literally, <laughs> like ten minutes ago, it was pouring, and now it's a sunny day outside. I think I'm losing my shit. I think, I think I'm losing my mind over here. I don't know you what's act- going on. You- you actually imagined it. That's <laughs> <laughs> maybe, dude. Honestly, yeah. oh man. So, are we ready to start? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. All right. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money in gaming. I am your host, Danny K. With me this week, as always, uh, beanie wearing be- uh, Ren. Dude, I bet. Always I always say- do. It's <laughs> trash. Uh, I thought he was going um, to have a dad hat this, this week, but I guess he's going to be wearing a beanie. Nah, dude. I've, I actually, I got this beanie recently and it changes colors like into the back. I Ooh. fucking... Love this beanie so much, dude. It's sick. <laughs> oh my god. But how you doing, dude? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Just gotta like get over the weather. <laughs> I beyond feel it. <laughs> um yeah, that's that's gonna be the big thing. Like it's just been raining a lot and like mm-hmm. on top of stress, it's just you know, I'm gonna start playing some sad emo music. Trust, I, I'm all aboard on this fucking train right now. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um and with us this week. A good friend of the show, the Lone Spirit, A.K.N. Ren Mark Two. You actually Damn. went over that one. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh, uh, all right. I, I guess. I guess that's my raid. It's over for me. It's done. <laughs> well, listen. You're both. You're both new co-host. By the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ren. You are the weakest link. That's fine. I understand. I get it. And I'm not getting up. <laughs> No, no, I, I was going. I'm good. I, uh, unlike your guys' weather, it's like sunny out and uh, hot, but I want it to rain because I be a I little feel that. Hot. Because I'm you're in the be desert, honest, I'm mildly jealous just because at least it's one weather and not like twenty. <laughs> That's the only thing that I like have to say. It's like 
dude I, I would just take like just non-stop rain if it was just that i'd be chill why is it gonna be like it's a sunny day it's terrifying outside it's lightning storms it's a nice day outside i don't know what's going on it's yeah. hailing what <laughs> trust me i don't get it oh man yeah that's been um I'm just waiting to hear about hear, hear uh, tornado sirens here at any moment. <laughs> sure that's going to be a thing soon. Um, on you. So yeah, now that we kind of got uh, some of this uh, this small talk out of the way, <laughs> literal small talk, not talking about the weather. <laughs> uh, Spirit, why don't you tell people where they can find uh, find you, all the things that you uh, do, and uh, all that good stuff. Plug away quick. Well, you could find me at twitch.tv forward slash the lone spirit. That is my Twitch, obviously. Uh, I do have my own Discord as well. You could find it at the bottom of my Twitch using the link that is provided there. Uh, and uh, I have a YouTube channel, but I'm uh, that's not really worth to promote just yet. No, <laughs> um, that's, that's about it. That's about it. I don't have a Twitter or anything else like that. See... Let me just say, you gotta get a Twitter, bro. You gotta get like just for this, dude. I hate just, Twitter, and I, I acknowledge it. It's the biggest feels bad. Yeah. To be honest, I think I have a Twitter. I think I made <gasps> one like a long time ago. Mm. Dank four twenty no scoper sixty nine. That's his Twitter. <laughs> okay, not not that long time ago. <laughs> those are behind. Those are behind me now. Those days. Huh. Um, I think oh, I made one because I realized that most of the games that I liked would post on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So then I made a Twitter, and then I forgot that I made the Twitter, and then I was just like, yeah, that's not, I don't have one. <laughs> cool. Um, so go give him a follow there at Twitch. Link will be down below in the description if you're on uh, YouTube or if you're on the various uh, podcast platforms, Swoot, Apple, or uh, Spotify, or whatever else. Um, you guys can see that down below in the description of the episode. Um, I figured we'd start. Uh, because we haven't talked about Anthem and Spirit, mm. you're one of the only people we've, I know that have really played Anthem. It's been out for long enough. It, the memes have already been made about it being a flop, being a, uh, a DOA dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to get the, the, the take from somebody who has played it and got it to the at least the end game, right? That's what you said you got to? Yeah, the end yeah. game. The, so the only like person... To... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say the only person I actually know of that's actually played it, and they still haven't finished, I don't believe, is uh, Slaughter. We've actually had him on the podcast before. Um, he he liked the game, but he never finished it. I don't even think he got like super far into it. I, I think he just kind of like stopped playing it at some point. So I realistically yeah. don't have any clue what happens like during the end game yeah. and like how the grind is in terms of things like that. So I'm, I'm yeah. down to hear it. I'm excited. Okay. Cool. So, uh, Spirit, take it away. What's been All your right. experience with Anthem so far? So when I first saw Anthem become, like, we get announced and everything, and it was like, hey, this is a thing. This is what you do, and this is how it looks and plays. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I, I, from that point on, I was dead set on getting it the moment I could. Mm-hmm. And then when I did, I ended up getting the... Uh, there's like a special version. It's like it's like the right. normal enhanced edition, but it's right. slightly different. I ended up getting that version and I played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I'm not gonna lie, I played the beta or the demo or whatever they had, and 
through the demo and the beta and like the first like first few patches when mm-hmm. they came live you know it wasn't it had it it had its hiccups mm-hmm. but but i'd say honestly though like i don't think it deserved as much of the eight that it got mm-hmm. yeah it kind of flopped and it didn't get a player base but you know i think the ones who do play are very like they're they're loyal to that game right mm-hmm. um i think one of my biggest takeaways from that game is that it is so fun. <laughs> the combat, the flying, the the actual like map, every like the map itself, all of it is well made. It's beautiful. It's super satisfying to get a combo. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell say, explain that in a second. Um, and it's a uh, it's it's honestly fun. The abilities that they that they introduce, how they have like everything set up, the feel of the game is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the things that I heard the most that people complained about was the end game aspect, right? And uh, you know, gonna be honest, and it's actually a good thing. I I think the end game aspect is fun, and it it does provide a different Diablo esque feel to it because you mm-hmm. can have a lots of the same legendary or masterwork weapons. Legendary mm-hmm. is a is a higher tier than masterwork. Um, you know, you can have multiple legendary or masterwork with different abilities and effects. Unlike if you compare it to what it was getting compared to a lot before, which was Destiny, where you can only mm-hmm. have one exotic gear piece and one exotic weapon piece. But it's more like a Diablo style. We can have a bunch of legendary armors and guns and everything else like that. Um, so that, when I found that out, that was super <sighs> like feeling for me because I was yeah. worried that you couldn't have multiple things because I don't like, as a player, I don't like being held down on what I have to have right. as a super powerful weapon. Right, especially in um, something like a looter shooter, like that sort of is. Yes. Like having having a like loot limit is really impactful. Oh, yeah. And wh- when I found that out, that it, that there was no limit like that, I was like... Mm-hmm. This is even better. I like this game even more. Um, you know, but that goes without saying that there aren't a few things that I that I didn't like. Right. Um, uh, obviously, I can't think of it off the top of my head because they're just <laughs> they're just little like attention to detail things that I wish they did this instead of this. Mm-hmm. But I think also for everybody else, uh, one of the things that is worthy to talk about is the actual customization that they introduced, and they were really big on that. Right, and they did a really good job with the custom customizing your javelin. Or mm-hmm. some of the characters in the game, they call it javelins, or <laughs> <laughs> the weird accent, or whatever. Um, but I think as far as customization goes, you can. It gets down to the nitty gritty of how, like, what it looks like. You can first you mm-hmm. can change the uh, what's the word, the um. Like if it's clean, dirty, battle-hardened. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, and then the actual texture the, of the material. Yeah. And then you can change the actual material to like a type of cloth, to a metal, to mm-hmm. some type of chrome thing. And then on top of that, you can change the colors as well. And uh, of course, you got like the normal colors and then like a little like palette. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, the color, color, color wheel. Yeah. yeah, the color wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think overall, 
it is a fun game and mm-hmm. it's super satisfying. If you can get it, like if you could play on a friend's account to try it out, I'd suggest that you would mm-hmm. because it, the flying is super satisfying. They did a really good job and they definitely made improvements from when the demo was out to like actual like release. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, the, the flying in the demo yeah it was definitely something as somebody who did actually play the demo yeah it was very like Mm -hmm. it looked cool but it felt horrible like it did not feel great at all it definitely was like its own learning curve in its own right so i didn't i totally forgot you played that so remember how it felt flying it Mm -hmm. how how, like it was like kind of hard yeah they made it so like it was it felt like a little bit too weighted if that was if if that's the right terminology for it no that's exactly what that's the exact like word i was looking for i just couldn't i couldn't bring Mm -hmm. yeah but uh now it's like not as you don't you don't have as much weights on your body right and all of the javelins fly the same the colossus Mm -hmm. the storm the the ranger and my favorite the interceptor Mm -hmm. um I think overall it doesn't deserve as much of the hate and backlash as it got. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like, if I would have to say, I think this is one of their better games that they put on, like put out for people to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I'll still play it. I mean, for a while I didn't play it as much, right? but I did beat, I did beat the entire game. I beat the story and now I'm going back and trying to talk to everybody, get all the loyalty stuff. And you know, I mm-hmm. still find myself wanting to come back to it because I want to get on that grind, and I don't like grinding. Right. But the rewards that I'm going to get for it, I could deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a couple of things. So I, I, I did play the demo, as, as we already just mentioned, but a couple of issues I had immediately with the demo. I actually liked the game. I did. I, when I played it, the main things I really enjoyed was like, even though the flight felt weird, I, I saw where it was going, and I definitely liked the idea of it, and it felt mm-hmm. it felt not the worst. It definitely felt a little rough, but I could tell, like, mm-hmm. after a period of time, it would feel better. The gunplay felt horrible to me. I hated it, to be completely honest. I, I honestly, when I played it, the immediate thought that came to my mind, the gun sounds don't sound super great. The gun feel doesn't feel super great. And honestly, the game almost would probably feel better if it was focused more on abilities outright. Because the abilities feel amazing. Like, the abilities feel really, really good. Oh, so, yes. I don't... That that was one of the biggest issues I had with the game. It's not even so much that the guns were, like, the worst, but they didn't match in quality in comparison to the abilities at all. Like, the abilities felt really, really top-notch. Like, if they focused the game so much more onto that, I think it would have been a much better experience. And then when they just kind of chucked in guns that, like... One, one of the key things I noted was... uh. A lot like when you get a rare upgrade of a gun, it's usually still the same gun like in in its own right. There's not really that big of a difference between the guns uh, aside from like obvious differences, like say a a machine gun from a grenade launcher or something like that, obviously. Mm -hmm. But like uh, that as well as um, even when I was looking more into it, because I, I have kept up a little bit with the game, not super much. The Masterworks... The way I imagine Masterworks to work is something similar to uh, Destiny, where um, Destiny, the way that the legendary items, some of them even affect your own character outright. So, like, some of them will affect, like, your own abilities. If the game had more Masterworks that actually focused on helping and assisting your abilities in some way to make them more unique, 
I could definitely see that being really interesting. But to my understanding, it's more along the lines of uh, they're just the random buffs on your gun. To my understanding, I could be wrong on that. Mm, for the masterworks? Uh, yeah. Okay, I can clarify if you want. Yeah, by all means, feel free. Oh, okay, so when it can't, so as I said, masterworks and there's legendaries. Mm-hmm. And um, masterwork is like the tier right below legendary. And all okay. of those are is it's a, they'll have a separate name. From, mm-hmm. For example, there's a grenade for the interceptor. He throws mm-hmm. a, a yeah. poison grenade bomb. Um, uh, I think it's called Serpent's Tail. Okay. Even though it's the same thing, it has its own different twist to the mm-hmm. actual grenade mod itself. Yeah. Um, and that that can that can range from like, oh, perfect example. Okay. There's a there's a there's a thing called Wraith Strike. Mm-hmm. Actual like masterwork weapon. I don't remember the name of it because I don't, I don't use it. Right. But instead of like you know shooting out one wraith strike because it's mm-hmm. like a ghost that like a projection that will attack something for you yeah mm-hmm. and like a kind of like a straight line mm-hmm. um instead of shooting out one it shoots out two okay uh when it comes to like the guns though by the way they did mention that this is it's not gun focused the guns are there right. just for a filler that, but you know, at the same what, time, there's no excuse for like exactly. how the gun sounds. You know? Yeah, I'm not trying to say that. Yeah. Um, so when then, I think of something along those lines, sorry, but when I think of something like that, where a, a, a when a team says that's a filler object, I think what's the point? That's realistically what I think. If you're not going to put yeah. any focus onto it, then why like have it there in the first place? Why not yeah. put your attention instead to something else? Is what I kind of think. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish they would put a little more oomph to the guns because, mm-hmm. like, the guns look cool. Yeah, like some, some, especially the uh, uh, masterwork or the uh, legendary guns, they look cool. Mm-hmm. They completely look different than their like normal variant. Mm-hmm. Um, but something you did did say that did remind me of how like it like affects your javelin and not right for all of the items that you get. They all have like you know primary stats and secondary stats. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know this until someone popped into my stream one day and was like, hey, this is how this works, and this is what this is, and I noticed it. But he pointed out that some of the stats have an icon, like a little javelin icon next to it, and that mm-hmm. will actually affect your javelin, okay. like your, your character. And then some stats will have a little like equipment or gun slot, one of, the, one of those, I can't remember, and it will actually mm-hmm. affect the gun itself. <laughs> Okay. Which I didn't I didn't know that was a thing for a while until I actually like was told about it and I was like, oh that makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. Um I did, however, think when I heard Masterwork weapons, I thought I instantly thought Destiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my first thought too. And yeah. then I realized that it, it was more of a a legendary item from for from Diablo 3 kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. That's all that is, really. Yeah. So so legendary is the one above. Yeah, legendary is the max. I haven't, I haven't gotten a legendary yet, okay. so I don't I don't know what's like great about it. I know okay. mm-hmm. I know from like like the base like a normal purple like grenade mod to mm-hmm. like the master worked. That's gonna do more damage, but it also has like the legendary effect, right? Master worked effect, and then I'm assuming after that it's gonna have the same like same things as before. Mm-hmm. Increased damage, same effect, and maybe something else. I'm not yeah. sure. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, okay. I think I'm at like gear score like 600 now, almost 600, mm-hmm. which is pretty up there. Mm-hmm. So now that the game's been out for a while and you've gotten to the, gotten to the end game, um, do you think the average person should pick this game up? I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, only because there, I think there are a few things that are, that are like a kind of hit or miss mm-hmm. with most people. And me personally, I don't judge games that much. I'll play almost anything. There's only been one game that I will not mention on stream <laughs> that I absolutely did not have any fun with. No, feel free. <laughs> it rhymes with Smeef. Um, <laughs> Wait, what was that? It rhymes with Smeef. It was, it was Thief. I did not oh. like Thief. I actually hated Thief also, so don't I worry. I'm on the same boat. Like <laughs> I did not like it. <laughs> uh, that's the only game that I refused to play. And I bought mm. it for myself and for Midnight. And then mm. I played it. And then I was like, don't ever play that game. <laughs> to, to, to this day, like five, six years later, she hasn't touched it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like I said, though, I, I think that I would not recommend it mm-hmm. unless you know for sure that you could get into it. Because I knew for sure I could get into it. And I had a few friends who were like, yeah, I could probably get into it. And they bought mm-hmm. it and they haven't touched it since then. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're uncertain, don't do it. At yeah. All. Okay. You will not have I'm- fun. So, so when I look into something like Looter Shooter, the immediate thing I think about is replayability. And that's mm-hmm. really where I feel like this one particular, like in, in terms of a lot of Looter Shooters, for example, Destiny, even though I don't really like it, I can understand why a lot of people like replay that. To like endless amounts i totally get it mm-hmm. um with anthem on the other hand it feels like the grind isn't nearly as satisfying like the grind mm-hmm. the grind's not nearly as satisfying and the only i i keep i keep ranting about it the guns don't feel good and the only thing that really feels good is the ability so when you're like thinking about it that way there's not like a whole lot of like ways you can go to keep the replayability going for you aside from maybe like switching javelins constantly Either that or if yeah. you just really like spamming one javelin against a bunch of AIs. But at that point, like, I really doubt people are going to be super into that. Like, I really, really yeah. doubt it. I don't know. Mm. That's that's namely where I see the big faults in this game is. It's a looter shooter that doesn't have replay value. And yeah, that's really rough <laughs> for me when it came to the replay value, because I don't like grinding games mm-hmm. at all. Trove was one of those games. I love Trove, but it just too much grind it made me stop yeah. playing when it came to like anthem mm-hmm. and you know for destiny 2 most of the time the reason why i'm trying to get that grind game going mm-hmm. is because i'm personally excited to see the legendaries that i can right. get and that's what i want to see so i'm going to mm-hmm. deal with that but you know not everybody is excited to see the end game stuff they want to mm-hmm. see everything and sometimes everything isn't good enough yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so with the end game since you've hit the end game what do you see that could save this game for you right now i mean you said i guess you said you've enjoyed it and 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 you've got to the end game which says something about it but in order for this to be worth the average you know person playing what do you think they need to do at this point i think if i that's a hard question if i had to say for like the average person, 
for them to actually get into it, mm-hmm. I think I'd probably have to go with. I can I can ask another question. So yeah, th- this might help kind of narrow it down a little bit. Okay. How difficult is the game when you get towards the later levels? Like, is there any okay. difficulty at all, or do you kind of just okay. like go through it? So there's like the normal uh, the normal difficulties, like easy, mm-hmm. medium, hard. Right. Once you get to level thirty, you're not like a like your character, your pilot level. That's like you, the mm-hmm. player. Once yeah. you get to level thirty, you unlock. Gr- Three more difficulties: Grandmaster One, Grandmaster Two, and Grandmaster Three. Mm-hmm. Um, at those difficulties, on any of those difficulties, masterworks are to able to drop more frequently, mm-hmm. as well as legendaries. Uh, which is definitely, I'm gonna say, like it's definitely more frequent. Yeah. You can kill a normal, normal bad guy and then pop out of there, and you're like, "Oh, hey, I didn't know you dropped this, but cool." Mm-hmm. Uh, I think during the 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 stronghold, which is like a almost like a raid for Destiny, mm-hmm. uh, but not as intense. Yeah. Um, each time you complete a raid, you get three to four masterwork weapons, mm-hmm. um, and that was on Grandmaster One. I have not right. played on Grandmaster Two because I'm not that high level yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but from getting from the transition from like the hard difficulty into Grandmaster One. It's definitely they become harder mm-hmm. until you get to that like the level that you need to be, and then become easier. Right. Okay. Um, but I'd say like the difficulty is definitely like it's good scaled wise because mm-hmm. it, it is a challenge. And I remember like playing on stream like I want to go over there to go melee at that melee that guy, mm-hmm. but I know I'll get my ass handed to me, so I'm just gonna stay over here and use my guns. Yeah, I don't want to, but it. it I know I'll die. And yeah. knowing that you'll die, I think, does have, like, a type of challenge that people mm-hmm. do like. You know, because, yeah. you know, not everyone likes going through, like, a walk in the park kind of thing. Right, yeah. Um, so, but I go think ahead. the easiest yeah. thing for me to say that I would have to, like, to answer Danny's question, mm-hmm. I think just probably, like, diversity mm-hmm. just in general. Not necessarily within, like, any one specific thing. Mm-hmm. But maybe just like, um, like in general, I know that's pretty broad, but just diversity, just to keep it ref- like fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even maybe when I played time. a little bit of it, like a lot of missions are super repetitive. Like yes. it's it's a very repetitive game. Immediately, yeah, go 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 over here. Go yeah. find this. Go protect this for real quick, and then you know you got the other objective of like. Yeah. Scout this area and then shoot this bad guy. Yeah, there's a lot of just like King of the Hill points. And frankly, I feel like that's kind of just a cheesy like get out way of like adding more gameplay. But uh fasted kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's not interesting. Like it's something that's been done like time and time again. Yes. Um which brings me because this is the reason why I actually brought up the difficulty thing. Um it's a game focused on PvE. There's no PvP. That's just not a thing. It's a game solely focused on that, and it really needs to have like an amazing PVE experience. Um, are the enemies well? Are the enemies like actually intelligent? Are they like are they interesting to fight? Namely, like do they do they have any interesting abilities that you actually have to think of? For example, um, I think the Titans. The Titans, mm-hmm. I think, are they're actually difficult no matter what difficulty you're on. Like mm-hmm. If you're supposed to be playing on 
like normal. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you're supposed to be, and you find somebody like a Titan on normal, he's gonna be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like, like, you know, shooting at like a throwing a grenade and like the AI getting out of the way. Mm-hmm. No, some some of the the, the the human bandits in there, they'll do, do a little like shuffle and shimmy out of the way, kind of. Right. But like, it, lo- it looks like the actual like animation wasn't full, set like, it designed it for that at all. Yeah, it wasn't like they didn't try with that animation kind of thing. It wasn't as fluid as like mm-hmm. I'd like it to be. Yeah. Um, but you know, there are some like enemies in the game that are definitely like worth fighting. Because mm-hmm. it's it's fun. Like fighting yeah. Titans is fun. Yeah. Fighting uh I, And I believe I've actually even seen a Titan fight before. If I remember right. It's it's almost just really like a one on one. And it's like they're you really just big. Okay. All right. Maybe I, I haven't. But I, I'll, I'll just lead it into this question. This is the big one I've been trying to go for. <sighs> An endless mode. Because like that's that's one of the big things. So difficulty can be like hit or miss sometimes. I don't know, but like having an endless mode where you go in with like a squad of your friends, for example, and then you just try to like go as far as you can to maybe like grind out some masterworks to get some legendaries to have something that's not like super blatantly repetitive as like doing the same raid over and over and over again. Yeah. Would that be interesting? Right. But that's like. Uh, um, Or are the enemy AI just not that, like, interesting enough to, like, hold something like that? The way I imagine it right now, in my mind, is something similar to uh, Firefight from Halo, um, where, like, Mm. the enemies do actually have, like, differences, and they do have, like, different types and things like that. So there are diverse enemies. It's not just, like, they all walk at you and just, like, shoot you until you die. Yeah, yeah, Um, no, as far as, like, that goes, there's definitely, like, diverse enemies, because you have, like, you have, like, the, the Dominion which are mm-hmm. like, they look like humans, but they're not humans. And you have like bandits and then you have the wildlife that's around you as well that will try to kill you. But you also mm-hmm. have like friendly wildlife. Right. Um, and, you know, they all attack in their own way. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as like endless mode goes, I'm not certain, to be honest with you. Okay. Like it sounds good on paper. It, it definitely sounds good on paper. That's the big reason why I ask. Because like but trying to picture it in anthem. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'd have to have like an anthem twist to it. Okay. Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so something that like makes it specific to anthem. Right. So the, the way I'm imagining it, I, I distinctly remember fighting things that are almost even similar to other javelins to a degree. Mm-hmm. I remember yes. watching something along those lines. If the mode was, like, not necessarily populated exclusively by those, but, like, say that, the, like, it's introduced more and more, that you're going to be fighting more and more of essentially other javelins. Not necessarily PvP, but yeah, yeah, in the sense... Like AI yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you did see, uh, like, there are enemy javelins, but there's mm-hmm. only ever the enemy storm javelins. Right. Okay. Uh, you only ever see those with a particular, mm-hmm. like group of bad guys right uh, you never see like a colossus you see mm-hmm. like a, a version of the enemy's colossus but right it's not like a colossus job right because like the ones i'm talking about they're like they're they're the ones that have the big shields and mm-hmm. they're like got like a bunch of tanks on their back that you can shoot i guess it's like a variant of that but nothing Nothing like the storm, like the storm mm-hmm. enemy storm, and then like the javelin storm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think though, I definitely would like to see like fighting more javelins. Like okay. maybe because like there's the bandits. Right. Maybe the bandits got a hold of like some free javelins, and you decided to like use them for themselves and you have to fight them or something that would be interesting yeah because i could definitely see that being like an interesting mechanic of actually fighting Um, against your own javelins to the point where you even need to like know how to like go against it to a degree i could definitely see that be really interesting and i I think that would definitely be even more interesting to see it with like the like the ultimates of all Mm -hmm. the javelins because all the javelins have ultimates i don't know if you want me to go over those or not uh you can for like a basic amount sure just just like basic gists of them like so the basic gist there's the storm which is like the support role he basically mm-hmm. calls down like a electric and then fire and ice not in that mm-hmm. order right order and then deals like massive combo damage mm-hmm. uh the interceptor which is the one who i main uh pulls out two blades and mm-hmm. just fucking goes ham with these <laughs> blades that's yeah that's it <laughs> and then the uh ranger i think mm-hmm. is probably by far one of my favorite ultimates but not mm-hmm. my favorite not your javelin. favorite javelin in general yeah um he just locks onto a bunch of targets and shoots off a bunch of missiles mm-hmm. and that's super satisfying to watch especially yeah. like you just sit in the air and you just shoot all of them down super satisfying and then the colossus is uh three mini nukes basically mm-hmm. okay. shoots all three of them out and it's also very satisfying to be honest like the interceptors out like alt isn't satisfying right uh, which makes me sad inside but mm-hmm. you know um but seeing those alts being able to use against us the players i yeah. think that would be really really interesting i would like to see that especially in harder difficulties even yeah that that that's been my like big question because I mm. I have I distinctly remember when I played it a lot of the enemies they hurt they definitely hurt but they're not smart like not not any of them yeah. are like really intelligent per se they just do damage and yeah. sometimes sometimes that's hard to notice at times so like for example one of the big re- ways that like in Halo One the way that they balanced the game was they actually just upped the damage values they didn't actually like introduce like interesting mechanics into the first one necessarily Mm -hmm. um but like seeing something like that would definitely be really interesting like for example i'd consider playing it if it was things like that where it's just like oh diverse enemies that might even like not necessarily try to learn based on you but like they could be Mm -hmm. patched into update with different mechanics that'd be definitely an interesting thing. Say like a new mechanic gets brought out with something like storm, for example, like an interesting way to play that hasn't necessarily been seen yet. And that starts to become mainstay. Then you start introducing that as like an AI mechanic. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, no, no, I definitely would like to see that. That would as a, as a regular player, mm -hmm. not a veteran player, but a regular player, that would be fun. I would like to see that. Definitely. Just because that's one of the big issues with looter shooters. Enemies, for the most part, some of them do it differently. For example, with uh, um, what's the other one that just recently came out? Division Two, for example, the enemies have some intelligence to them. Um, I haven't played that one, so I don't know yet. Yeah, I, I've watched a few people play it, and like a lot of enemies, they're at least like really diverse. There's there's a very diverse amount of enemies that do different things. Um, and because you're ground bound, just to like staying on the ground movement's not a big issue in something like this movement's a huge issue so like if the enemies just don't move around really well you notice it 
for example, even mm -hmm. like what you were saying is that the enemies might be diverse, but like if you throw a grenade down, they they barely even have the animation to move properly away from the grenade at times and things like yes. that. I don't know. That That's namely what I see is like really focus on the movement, like have enemies that have interesting movement abilities, not just I walk around a lot and maybe <laughs> and like, yeah, just I don't know. That's like having a javelin as an enemy sounds like a great idea. I don't necessarily yeah, I, see an issue with that's it. That's great. I love that. I love that idea. I would yeah. love to fight enemy interceptor. That would be fun because the interceptors are supposed to be fast. Mm -hmm. and you don't fight anything that's fast. really. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's realistically all I wanted to say about that. I, I think I'm yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so just like a quick little recap, mm -hmm. summarize, you know, real quick spirit, just uh, your feelings on Anthem to this point and uh, we can move on. I think it's fun for me personally, mm -hmm. um, but I knew from the beginning that I was going to have fun. Mm -hmm. But if you have any, like for like a, any other person, if you have hesitation, don't get it. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what I'm sticking to. Mm. Any shadow of a doubt. Just. Yeah. Any shadow of a doubt. If, if, if you are like, maybe I won't play this. Don't mm -hmm. bother. But if you okay. know, like I was like, I was certain. Mm -hmm. Do that. Do it. Get it. Play it. Have fun. Cause it's great. The gameplay is great. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, Real quick, because you've played another game recently. Yes. I'd like to just do a real quick yay or nay on this. Uh, World War Z. How are you feeling about this game so far? Absolutely yay. It is mm -hmm. great. Like, hands down, it's great. Yeah. Which I honestly didn't think I was going to have fun playing as much. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's great. And the best part is the replayability, something for Ren, yeah. uh, is... It's fantastic because mm -hmm. I, I played it with Buddha. Buddha and I was playing and I played a map real quick, just real quick. We played a map and he had to go. So I played a match without him. Mm -hmm. He got back. I did that same exact match with him, mm -hmm. but they had it set up. So like there were weapons in different spots. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the same weapons each time because you can get like a third weapon. That's like a heavy weapon. Mm hmm. Uh, and on top of that, the place of your, where your objective was, was in a completely different spot. And the zombies came from a completely different area. Okay. I'm just like, wow, I like that. That's cool. Mm -hmm. As a basic gist of World War Z, I, I have been actually interested. In, I think it's only like 35 bucks right now, which is shocking. It's $20, actually. Wait, it's $20 now? $20 on the Epic Game Store right oh, now. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I consider getting it. Never yeah, mind. We'll talk um, about that later. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is just as a little gist of the game, if people aren't aware, because this one for me almost slid under the radar. I had like some knowledge yeah. of it, but I wasn't like super intrigued. But it's essentially like a third person uh, um, class based system version of Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Because like each character has their own like abilities and things like that, which is definitely an interesting take. I, I think that's good whenever it comes to mm -hmm. things like that, where it's like, I can be specified into this role and I can do certain things with that. I find that super interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and Left 4 Dead's always been like a fantastic game. And frankly, it just hasn't really. Not anybody for unknown reasons to me has done anything similar to it recently. Aside from mm -hmm. I consider Vermintide in the same boat as Left 4 Dead. Yes. In, in that regard. But uh, yeah, definitely interesting for sure. I didn't know it was 20 bucks. I actually didn't know that at all. Yeah. Last I checked, it was 35 <laughs> And uh, I was it, like, 
I'll play with you because it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, uh, uh, so yeah. yeah, so overall, thumbs up on that one too. If it's on, especially if it's on sale, pick it up. Yes, hands down, definitely. Cool. So I said a magic word right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I magic word. Um, sales, specifically Epic Mega Sale. <laughs> uh, you guys want to talk about a clusterfuck? <laughs> Dude, I'm always down for a clusterfuck. News time. Uh, News time. Um. <laughs> So this is one of those things that it just seemed to be one of those stories that it's like a, it was like a pimple, mm-hmm. right? Like it just kind of came up overnight and it just got worse throughout the day. And then it finally popped right about dinner time, right? It just kind of like, <laughs> oh, God. yeah, it's just like, what the hell? Did, what is all of this? <laughs> so... <clears throat> Epic accidentally announced this mega sale uh, on its uh, storefront last week. Uh, And then apparently they didn't communicate with the devs Mm -hmm. what was actually going on. Yeah. So apparently every game that was going to that was on the storefront and priced over $14.99 was going to be getting an additional $10 off mm-hmm. with some titles even discounted more. And this included games that were not even released yet that are mm-hmm. epic exclusives. Yeah. And at $14 up to like 15 bucks for $10 off, that's huge. Like that's massive. Yeah. I am kind of shocked that they kind of just didn't mention it to anybody. I was like, oh, I'm just going to chuck that one in there. Yeah. So World War Z is included in this mm-hmm. where it, it is normally $35 and now it's, you know, $20. So it's a $15 discount for a game that is oh, a month like, old. Yeah. It's like brand new to be honest. Yeah, a month out. Yep. Um, Vampire was included in this, which is usually a $50 game. Now it's mm-hmm. $40. Um, yeah, it just seemed to be a very weird and there a bunch of places were or a bunch of um, a bunch of stores or mm-hmm. a bunch of, I'm sorry, developers started 404-ing their yeah. uh, pages being like, what the hell epic like we didn't talk about this yeah um one one developer jacked up the price of their game just so to like it keep it at the same normal value uh-huh um so yeah and this included like pre-orders for like borderlands 3 borderlands 3 the pre-order right now is 60 dollars um it got discounted to uh, discounted to 50 dollars uh how many months before release that doesn't even i i almost get like if you're if you do it for a game that's already out, I understand. Yeah. How could you possibly just be all like, "Hey, by the way, this pre-release that I know you guys are super excited for, yeah, we're mm. gonna make it ten dollars lower without telling you." And it's like, "What? <laughs> Wait, hold on." Well, and what a lot of developers said, and I agree with this from like a business standpoint, that makes the value of the game look. Yeah, no, it makes it look objectively it worse. For example, mm. what key thing that I think of is like. When Fallout 76 came out, it, it got like in the first week alone, it already got like a discount. Mm-hmm. Like it already got discounted by the end of the month. It was like not even 30 bucks. And that yeah. that like clearly states like, hey, this is a bad game. Please buy it, though. 
Like mm-hmm. when I start seeing things, because for example, World War Z, I didn't know it was $20. And honestly, like if I just saw it on the store and I was like, oh, this is a new game. Why is it so hard discounted? Yeah. Why? Like what happened? That's a big mm-hmm. deal. Like that's a huge, that's a huge deal. Yeah. yeah. It, so, and, and people might be confused why we're like, why we're a little <laughs> perplexed by this because of what we are, which is a show about gaming on a budget. But it's important to realize that price reflects quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if if they're discounting something, like you took the Fallout example, if they're discounting something before release, that doesn't speak very highly of the quality of the product. Yeah. Uh, you know, if um yeah, I mean that's kind of the big thing. So the the price is an indication of the of the of the quality and for people who have to look at quality and understand what is of good quality so we don't waste our money that gets it even more confusing now mm-hmm. epic said that developers didn't weren't that epic was going to be picking up the tab for these discounts mm-hmm. uh they that would have been nice everyone... to know for like the developers though i don't think yeah. they would give two shits honestly if it was just like hey if they're paying for it i guess it's more people buying the game and i still get paid, i wouldn't so yeah, yeah exactly but like how does that just slip by? Like how? Yeah, that's a big well, deal. Even when it's your mega sale, you're even exclusively mm-hmm. because to my understanding, they were releasing it a month before Steam's summer sale, which is normally huge. Mm-hmm. It's a massive thing. Um, yeah. And they're releasing it for an entire month. This isn't just like a week. This is like for a month long process of just this sale going on. Yeah. Ends June 13th. Yeah. I don't know how you just managed to let that one slip up. And like, I, I, I'm not going to get super hard into it, but like, I don't mm-hmm. mind the Epic Games store personally. We talked about yeah. it before. I know a lot of people like disagree and that's fine. You can have your own opinions. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I personally am like, that's fine by me. But when it's things like this, it's like, how, how, how did you manage that's to let that one just slip up? Fell off. It, that's what happened. It stinks. It stinks of something rotten. Stinks of something almost unethical. Um, I will say just like as one more like a little addendum before we start getting more hot takes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone that did get a pre-order for the games that were taken off the storefront mm-hmm. uh, or that did get uh, did buy, purchase a game for the discounted price that will still be honored. Yeah. Um, but no one else would be able to like the what game was it that uh, vampire one was it vampire the masquerade? Yes. That yeah, if they if you got it for the discounted price, you get a you you're gonna get the game for which good on you, <laughs> you know, if you're one of the lucky few that got that yeah. uh, before they 404 that page. Oh, uh, so yeah, what's the uh, some other hot takes? Spirit, what are you feeling? I think like the biggest like takeaway for me from all of this is that's just like it's like a simple mistake. Mm-hmm. I like a simple like just huge miscommunication yeah mm-hmm. like how yeah did the sticky yeah. note the, your reminder sticky note that you put on the side of your computer did that fall off and you're like oh let me just throw in the trash real quick. Forgot, <laughs> forgot to email the developers whoopsie yeah. like what and, happened like mm-hmm. to me it almost seems like maybe it was just like a rushed idea of like hey next week's coming up and that's going to be a month before a steam summer sales going on we need to get some summer sales going on because how does that not get brought up in something like a borderlands 3 contract like how how does that not get brought up at all like are you you, like that seems almost maybe stupid to bring it up like because they're blatantly going to say no i i've never heard of a fucking single 
pre-order game that's went on sale before it's actually gotten released. I can't Same. think of one. <laughs> Unless yeah. it's like some really weird discount code sort of thing. But even that, it's not necessarily the game's on sale, it's a discount code. I just don't know how, like, that happens. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because you would imagine, like, these, this mega sale would have been planned for a little while. Right, exactly. They have the foresight to do it before Steam. Mm-hmm. Um, to try to get the, to try to get, you know, the, the steam money before steam mm-hmm. does their sale. Yeah. Which, brilliant, brilliant take guys. Yeah. I can't, I can't really argue that idea. I feel like that's a good idea mm-hmm. to be honest. I, uh, You're not, right. Not no, I didn't interrupt. even think about it. Not to interrupt though. It makes me wonder if they actually like, they did this purely for the competitive side for steam. Oh, I, I guarantee they did for, it purely for the competitive for, yeah. for as, as much as like the mistakes that they, like they ran into oh. as well. Yeah, I don't know about the mistakes themselves because that's a huge, that's a mega liability issue. Like if you're if you're randomly just like I'm gonna start selling the game that you created that you even made a set price for lower than you want me to out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess it's possible if it's just coming distinctly out of Epic's like own wallet. I guess that's Mm -hmm. a possibility. But uh. That's still that's so shady. <laughs> that's so yeah, shady. I mean, that's almost like to me, I'm trying to think about it in terms of, you know, other right. We're talking about it in terms of games. I'm trying to think of like in terms of what if like a car dealer. Right. You know, the sticker price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The sticker price for this brand new Ford truck uh-huh. is, you know, X amount of dollars. But if you pre-order it here at your local uh, uh Ford dealer. I went through like three three car makes in my brain right there and almost set them all. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a brand new truck comes up on the line and then like the same month it literally gets discounted by like 20%. Yeah. I would have severe mm-hmm. worries about that vehicle. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, the fuck is wrong with this car? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I'm trying to like, I'm just thinking like, I can't think of anything. I can't think of any industry any service mm-hmm. that that would be acceptable <laughs> it just yeah. it's so strange it's a strange yes. tactic i yeah. yeah if i was a dev i'd be like the fuck you doing <laughs> yeah it, it would be one thing if they announced it to devs and then like then even fucking borderlands could just be like no don't put us on the list mm-hmm. or we'll leave and like yeah. it's yeah. okay yeah fine world war z it'd still probably be 20 bucks it's a, it's a good game from my understanding, but it's definitely an underrated game. Like, not a lot of people know yeah. about it. So, yeah. something along I, those I lines might fair, even... I didn't even know about it either. Buddha yeah. was the one who showed me the game, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, things like that, it might just help boost up, like, the actual player count of it, which, for sure, it's going to. But, uh, with something like a pre-order of a really overhyped game, because I'm gonna be honest, I, granted, it's probably gonna be fantastic, but it's also probably mm-hmm. gonna be really overhyped. Um, that's a big issue. That's a big deal. <laughs> You can't you can't yeah. just do that without like telling the devs. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So we'll see if there's more fallout from this. We'll talk about it, I'm sure, next week if we see any more fallout. It seems like the the dust is settled on this. Yeah. Um I, I feel like it was a big epic- issue immediately, but like mm-hmm. everybody's already made their stances. Like Borderlands yeah. just pulled their game from the store for the mm-hmm. time being until the sale's over, which does suck by the way, because that's a literal month until, like, that's over. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. 
so <clears throat> with that being said, I'd like to talk more about, or uh, not more, I'd like to talk about some, uh, it's more tech news mm-hmm. that relates to, uh, you know, <laughs> consumers getting getting uh, screwed a little bit by um, current trade policies being proposed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyone who has a Huawei phone might have heard that Google, uh, along with ev- uh, several other uh, companies, has to stop doing uh, business with China or Chinese companies. Yeah. Uh, the reason this is important for Huawei phone users is because Huawei, being a Chinese company, operates on the Google Android software. And Google just kind of threw their hands up and said – no more. You're just, you know, these devices are connected, uh, disconnected from the Google Play Store. No more official support from Google. Da 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 da. Uh, which kind of leaves people with those phones a little like screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just a little bit. Um, there's been a lot of companies that have been pulling out, uh, especially with Huawei. Mm-hmm. Um. You, a lot of U.S. companies have started to cut ties with Huawei in regards to the um, this this new trade policy coming down from the executive branch. Um, Intel, Qualcomm, Broadcom, and Z Linux. X I L I N X. You guys know how to pronounce that? Z Z Linux. Z Linux. Z Linux. X I L I N X. Um, they've had to stop supplying uh, chips to Huawei. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a, that's a big thing. And apparently Huawei was kind of predicting this. So they were stocking uh, chips Yeah. Um, in, in preparation for the ban. Um, now, Huawei has said to its uh, customers that uh, they will be doing uh, support for the open Android. Mm-hmm. Uh, software so anything that they get from the, like the open android software uh securities alerts and or security support and stuff like that uh consumers can still get but in terms of like connecting to the google uh, play store or gmail or anything like that uh they're kind of sol mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean i probably butchered the story there's probably a lot more to it but that's kind of the big Mm-hmm. really broad strokes how are you no. guys what are you guys thinking about this right now and to my understanding it's over an allegation right it's not actually proven that anything has like happened although it's it's heavily allegated that like well we know so we do know huawei has been involved in um in, in intellectual property theft mm-hmm. uh we talked about this i think it was with yeah with the with the phone testing device Mm-hmm. The phone right, testing yeah. device, yeah, they uh, they they try to like reverse engineer um, this proprietary like robot called Tappy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Chappy, no Tappy, <laughs> it was Tappy, Chappy. Uh, <laughs> um, so, and then there the heavy allegations are related to Huawei selling yeah, data selling or, or conspiring with the Chinese government themselves. Yeah, to sell data on um, Europeans and Americans and whoever else. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, to some of these companies, uh, U.S. intelligence and securities have like provided proof of some sort 
Okay. I guess has been what I've seen like some people say. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that proof would be or how accurate that yeah. statement yeah, is. How justified is that statement? Yeah, because that's, that, that's, that's actually what thing. I heard. That's what I heard recently is that there wasn't actually any proof about that specifically. I'm, I'm not like mm-hmm. arguing against the tabby thing. I'm sure that fucking happened. I, I have no doubt in my mind. But I mean, with something along T-Mobile, the lines of that. A, yeah. Uh, so that and that that's just kind of one of the big things mm-hmm. right now as this story kind of develops. We'll see yeah. what happens with Huawei. I, um, I mean, I get it. I, I'm not like mm-hmm. it's, it's not like they're going to be like, oh, they might they're, they're probably stealing information, but let's just let them keep doing it. I, I definitely yeah. get the ban. I feel mm-hmm. like there should probably be a little bit more like information yeah. on it and then maybe a lift on the ban if it turns out to not be the case. But I get it. That's kind of just the boat where I'm at right now. Sucks mm-hmm. to suck. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, man. Well, and it's going to be interesting to see how this how this ban, how this policy affects companies like uh, Epic. Mm-hmm. Because Epic is owned like forty percent by Tencent, which is a Chinese yeah. company. There's been mm-hmm. allegations that Tencent will install uh, that that Tencent installs. Uh, spyware on your computer mm-hmm. when you download games through Epic, or uh, the big one was Ring of Elysium. Yeah, when Ring of Elysium came out, there's a lot of stories that came out about, or forum posts that came out about Tencent putting on spying software. And in what was really what was happening in reality was it was an anti cheat software that every yeah. other game of that type had on mm-hmm. it. At least to my knowledge, I didn't see anything mm-hmm. else reported on that. I I can't uh, hear your spirit. Spirit, did you uh, mute yourself? <laughs> oh man! For those who are listening to the podcast feed, he's just talking and being like really animated. <laughs> like everyone was my whole like persona right now. Oh man! <laughs> what I was, what I was saying was it felt like they made it like what was something like supposed to be supposed to be like really really tiny and like mm-hmm. just made it blow up to more than what it needed to be, and that's like, yeah. That was like all of the players who were like, I don't want to play that game because it will spy on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe now, having more of a being an open company might be helpful in the future. <laughs> well, and maybe making a game that isn't oh, poorly yeah. optimized and then like killing solo servers. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the in North America, it'd probably help too. But uh, yeah, that's actually why I stopped playing. Yeah, exactly. That's why I stopped playing too. I'm like, I can't join solos if I don't like. I can't play with Spirit all the goddamn time. He's busy. I can't can't carry him. My goodness, my back needs a break every now and then. <laughs> yeah, oh, Spirit man. can't always carry me. Um, so I yeah, the, in a while. yeah, I haven't either. I'm actually kind of curious to see. Uh, where it's at, the state it's at. That, and I need to play uh, Dauntless because Dauntless just came out of uh, Early Access. Oh, did it? Um, mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, Early Access and Crossplay is available for Dauntless. So if you oh. guys... Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you guys are interested in uh, Mo- uh, Monster Hunter type game. to see if the game works. <laughs> yeah. It, I played Dauntless I'm kind of curious already. to see what the optimization... How well they've optimized it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to Huawei. So if you have a Huawei phone, which I don't know how many people in the United States really do, um, make sure you keep an eye, watch the watch the news story, see where you can get your security updates. You do not want your security 
software, anything like that on your phone to lapse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, be safe out there, folks. <laughs> but like related to this story, um, apparently this is going to affect uh, the tabletop industry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the tabletop industry, which relies heavily on manufacturing for like minis and game boards and game pieces and polyhedral dice. Um, you know, all those things are apparently in the industry manufactured in mass in China, mm-hmm. um, which they, we're kind of going through like this renaissance of board gaming right now where a lot of board games are coming out. Kickstarter makes it possible. Yeah. Um, some of these plastics are in these models and stuff are really easy to produce and really quick to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and the industry is looking at a potential 25% increase in that in um, material cost. Wow. Jesus. Which would <laughs> either have big. to be, well, it should either have to be passed on to the consumer mm-hmm. or be eaten into the profits of the right um companies that that produce these board games yeah um so board gaming can get much more expensive soon Mm -hmm. if uh these policies go through and if they if they're long lasting (laughs) yeah how much how much of a board game from monopoly do you want to pay to ruin your family that's the real question (laughs) yeah (laughs) so so yeah honestly i'm actually kind of uh i don't know the prices of board games right now currently Mm -hmm. So I don't know like how big of an impact that realistically is because say for example, I mean 25% big cut. I'm not I'm not disregarding that, yeah. but like say if a game if a board game is actually a decent amount of money, they're probably making a decent amount of profits and they might be able to afford like not necessarily doing the full 25% tariff and then maybe just paying for part of it. But like when it comes to small things like dice, things like that, there, there's no way that stuff sells for like a lot of money. They're probably making like not very like great margins of profit on that. Yeah. So when it comes uh, to things like that, it's probably going to suck. <laughs> Just saying that. A set of polyhedral dice, I think, can cost you about six bucks. Okay. That's what I bought mine from. I bought mine from a local game store, and it was about mm. six bucks for a set. Um, I think the main concern is games that are based on miniatures. like Right. Excuse me, like Warhammer 40K mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of... Um, well, there's a lot of little pieces that have to go into these games. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, the other thing that I I got distracted by somebody. Parents got divorced. The issue is real. And it was over Monopoly. I just saw uh, that, too. I got distracted by the joke. Being really fucking about put me in a stitch. Um, <laughs> so my like my curiosity is going to end up being... First off, I I know at least one person who 3D prints all their minis. They have a mm-hmm. small 3D printer. Um, I'm kind of curious to see where 3D printing is going to fit into this because if uh, if board game developers can sell CAD mm-hmm. versions of like the the actual the schematics, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen. Um, and. I'm actually a little surprised that we haven't seen like a 3D printing uh, Kinkos or something like that. Mm-hmm. At least not in my area. I don't know if you guys have like a place where you can like nope. load up a CAD <laughs> and, and 3D print something. Uh-uh. Um, but I could actually see this being good for actual for game stores. Mm-hmm. If um, if I own a game store, you know, buying a 3D printer and 
you know, charging material costs plus say 5% yeah. for somebody to print off their game pieces, mm -hmm. their minis and whatever else, it might be a pretty penny for somebody. Yeah. yeah I'd, be, um, I'd be like, yeah, I will. Let's go. I'll sign yeah. the contract. If you're going to do, um, yeah, if like it's like a D&D &D thing or it's like, yeah, I have this mini, mm -hmm. you know, what the material cost being, I don't know, $10, charge 5% of that, mm -hmm. you know, add it on and let it go for however long it needs to take to print the the new mini. Right. Um, that could potentially be a space where that where maybe some of this cost goes down for the developers themselves. Mm -hmm. If they can't now that unfortunately gets passed on to the consumer. Yeah. But at that point, you're playing board games like mm -hmm. they're not cheap. Yeah. Um, if you're, you're, you're sort of invest, if you play board games, if you play games, RPGs or anything like that with minis and dice. Um, you know, it's. Yeah, I feel like people that are it's like an investment. Yeah, I feel like people that like go to game stores for those sorts of things are probably invested to it. Like regardless, they'll probably just buy it anyway. I don't mm -hmm. think they're gonna like. I, they'll probably care a little bit, but not nearly that much. Yeah, um, they've already got that like investment. Yeah, over like they went, they got over it kind of thing. But another thing, I don't know personally because I don't actually go to any like gaming stores or anything like that. But I don't know how like how how much profit a gaming store makes to actually afford buying a 3d printer if that yeah. makes sense like that's that's a pretty hefty investment realistically mm -hmm. and you kind of have to hope that people i mean probably people will i'm not saying people won't i'm sure there's gonna be people yeah. out there that are gonna be like yeah i'll bring in like 20 different schematics we're gonna like just start hardcore just printing out copies mm -hmm. but uh <laughs> I'll, also i could easily see people just be like oh that's nice i'm just gonna get a like set of dice that's yeah. fine yeah. 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 Well, and that's and that's part of it is, you know, like my my tabletop experience is like one game of Settlers of Catan mm -hmm. and D&D. &D. Right. Um, otherwise, I've played, you know, the regular card games and I have, you know, not card games being like poker, not mm -hmm. not yeah. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Um Yu-Gi-Oh in my youth, but that's a <laughs> <laughs> um, Digimon champ back in my day. <laughs> Give me that blue eyes white dragon. <laughs> Give me that blue eyes white dragon. Uh, use the dark magic attack, dark magician. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, the uh, I'm kind of curious to see where this is going to go for the for that hobby. Mm -hmm. um, we'll 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 keep tabs on it. Um, once again, as I say. Anytime we talk about something this macro, right? Because yeah. we we kind of talk about microeconomics, not yeah. really, but that's mostly where we're at in the wheelhouse. When we talk about anything like this macro, I just want to let everyone remind everyone to do your due diligence, read, do not stay on. You know, it might seem like boring in <laughs> politics, but it affects you. So read, stay informed, watch the news. Don't be like me and don't not do any of those things yeah also, <laughs> don't trust us don't yeah. trust us on just this oh like, man well i heard danny say that there's a 25% <laughs> tear. no no i'm not go, trustworthy. go check it out yourself as well yes guys did you hear there was a seven million percent tax on the bottles of <laughs> water it's crazy dude it's, it's a, a good, good thing, thing i have I a bottle of water right water. here i'm gonna make millions <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> oh, light, man, light I, I need to show you my girthy bottle. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear God. I can't, I can't go get it. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're good. I don't, keep it, good. On, I don't keep it on me for obvious reasons because it's too good. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, so, that's, so that's the board game like discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that you guys have anything uh, you want to add to that at all? I don't I don't know the tabletop realm. I don't this is not my area of expertise in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. it's interesting <laughs> that it's mm-hmm. towards that. Uh, it, that seems weird, but I mean sucks. <laughs> it just yeah. sucks. Well, it's, I don't know. It's, inter- it's interesting just because you don't think about these policies affecting mm-hmm. like a niche industry like that. Yeah. Yeah, like this is such like a small thing. That that's one of the big reasons why I'm just like even when it came to like the 3D printer aspect, I was like how many people really go and like do that? Yeah, like really. Apparent, I, uh, according to the article I read, let me see. The industry makes a a pretty big chunk of change. Um, well, when I when I imagine things along those lines, I imagine like not necessarily mom and pop shops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. people that like genuinely like care about that sort of thing, and I get it. Yeah, I totally do. If you care about like, like a product like that. Book comic yeah. book store kind of yeah, thing exactly yeah apparently the and just real quick apparently the the hobby uh hmm. produces uh as much as five billion annually in the u.s goodness gracious <laughs> uh, goodness gracious yeah hmm. so uh but you can continue yeah it's a lot of like small shops yeah that's that's what i always imagine is like the but, mom and pop shop that i see in town that i never go to but like i have a couple of friends and they're all like yeah we go there like every weekend and play magic mm-hmm. it's like that's cool mm-hmm. <laughs> you do you yeah we have uh we have two of those in my town mm-hmm. um one of them <laughs> it's a comic book store a game store Mm-hmm. There used to be a vape shop in the basement, and then there's a barber Jeez. shop on the top floor. It's all the same business, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the owner who has hair like Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, it also cuts people's hair. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. like whatever works, though, right? Yeah, it's, it's like those store. those things you see. Like it's like a Taco Bell jammed into like a Domino's place, but they're in like the same exact building. Yeah, you know, like what they're yeah. like right across from each other. Or like how a Long John Silver's never stands alone. <laughs> I haven't seen a Long John there's Silver's in like KFC. a decade. <laughs> Uh, there's always a KFC and there's an A and W with a Long John Silver's. That's all I ever <laughs> see together. I never see a Long John Silver's by itself. Yeah, so, where I used to live, there was a Long John Silver's and like a hop, skip, and a jump away. Mm-hmm. It was a Wendy's. Oh my god! Right next to it. Right next. To it. Yeah. Um. So there was uh, one story I wanted to have Ren talk about real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I feel like you would be m- m- better adept at s- talking about, uh, yeah, I mean, I can talk I about it a little bit. It's You're nothing like I'm super. It's nothing like I'm super like obscenely knowledge about about. Mm. But like, it's definitely something that's been in the making. I'm kind of shocked that more people don't feel the same way about it personally. Mm-hmm. But um, essentially, uh, the newest the newest Intel chips are actually hitting lower benchmarks than the uh, the newer AMD chips, which is. 
to be completely honest, not that surprising to me. When I even think about AMD, I'm thinking about like a general performance thing. What that's still shocking because like the AMD chips right now, I'm trying to find the specific like amounts that it was hitting. I believe it was like oh god, I don't remember. Um hold on. Veronix's recent testing of all mitigations in Linux found the fixes reduce Intel's performances by 16% on app on average with hyperthread, which is a pretty like big yikes. While AMD is only suffering a 3% average loss. That's kind of a big deal. Like, especially like towards these uh these more recent generations. That's kind of like that's the suck. <laughs> that's that's definitely not super great at, by any means. Yeah. Um I don't know, with hyper-threading even becoming more and more of an important thing nowadays. Um, the general performance is still not like... AMD AMD is just winning, essentially, across the board. That's mm-hmm. realistically what the situation is. And I'm not super surprised Intel is that genuine... Like, it's it's the Intel chip that you think of. Even when we were talking about be, uh, before the stream started, Danny was even talking about how he even remembers like the even sound of the thing. They, they have like a good reputation but they're not necessarily the best products. Like, realistically, it's kind of the same way as, like, Apple. Apple's a very known product, but it's also a very expensive product. People tend to, like, mm-hmm. just go to it just because it's, like, it's Apple. Like, you know, it's it's really, like, it's real good, but people don't actually know the ins and outs of it. Uh, AMD is starting to become, like, definitely up there in class with... Uh, with their cards nowadays. Even, like, a lot of streamers nowadays go for, like, uh, Ryzen um processors because they're really good at like multi-threading like they're super fantastic with like that sort of thing um but yeah i'm not shocked it just feels like they're kind of being lazy that's what i see about it realistically i'm not gonna get super in depth with it because i don't think people are realistically gonna care about that but that's that's basically it it's nothing like too crazy people will still be fine but uh yeah it's something to think about yeah, something to think about, especially if you're looking at upgrading or buying, you know, building a PC or mm-hmm. just if you're interested in technology in general, um, something to pay attention to. Yeah. Um, did you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, uh, in terms of news, not really. I'm, I'm fairly OK. I uh, earlier. Am I muted? No. OK. No, you're good. I, looked, I was <laughs> looking for some topics earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of my like favorite things that I don't necessarily talk about, but I look up on my own or speed mm-hmm. runs. Mm. And I was just, I just looked up some of the more recent speed runs and stuff. It was a bunch yeah. of like games that I never heard of, but <laughs> you know, it's, and it's, and it's games people are playing because no one else has ever played them or done. A speed yeah. Run either. It was, it was like a top 10 speed run. And I was like, Oh, this this looks cool. Maybe we could talk about this. And then I actually watched the video. I'm just like, <laughs> no one knows this. No one knows this game. Yeah. So who wants to talk oh, about yeah. this? I'm like, but hey, at least now I know that you know, blah 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 did this game in 35 minutes. But he's the only runner in the in the pool, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only person like, that beat the game, speedrunner. It's, it's like being one of those people who uh, call Guinness and be like, I want to have the world record for doing the most amount of jumping jacks while wearing a tutu. Yeah. Donda. <laughs> While chewing bubble gum, <laughs> <laughs> will be like, "Yeah, sure." All right. cool. There is there is one thing I did learn though from watching this top ten video uh-huh. <laughs> was uh, that they'll always ask the time, 
They'll be like, mm-hmm. like they'll say like the the person will be like, it's the time. The time is this, and they're like, what's the time? They're like, oh, it's thirty seven minutes and twenty eight seconds, and they're like, repeat that so they could hear it perfectly clear again. And then the person repeat it, and they're like, that's a world record. And like every <laughs> single video of all these different people, all were like, that's a world record, and they were all <laughs> calm about it. I'm like, I would be freaking out. Like I'd be like, oh my god, that's a world record. <laughs> Granted, you know, I'm the only one trying to get that record, but hey, you gotta take your win somewhere, right? <laughs> right. We actually did gloss by something that is fairly important. We, oh. I've honestly shocked that we kind of missed it. Um, so, Sony and Microsoft uh, have joined up in a new partnership. Oh, I don't know if we right. realistically talked about that, but uh, that's oh, a thing yeah. now. <laughs> I um, think I heard about that. Yeah. Well, well, we definitely didn't talk about it on the podcast. I know we didn't talk about it last week because it's only five days old, but yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. So what this seems to be is uh, I've, I've seen a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for a cloud gaming service. Yeah. So they're so Sony and Microsoft, they're basically taking like Sony's gaming mm-hmm. side and taking microsoft's like cloud gaming and kind of yeah. like mashing it up in like a weird yeah i i even watched a little video about it and because nintendo's essentially doing the same thing as well nintendo's also mm-hmm. with microsoft at this point it's uh, what i heard and i thought it was hilarious was like the two bullies that just like went over to the nerd xbox <laughs> <laughs> so like we want to be friends now dude i just need i need your cloud your cloud gaming services that's all <laughs> i need a copy of your homework <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and i was like oh mega lol well um this is in this is kind of interesting because you remember a couple weeks ago when we had uh gamer fuel studios on yeah and um i don't remember which one of our two guests that day mentioned it but how like microsoft kind of does like this sneaky thing where they kind of like mm-hmm. infiltrate yeah they kind of like destroy or they like build from the inside they're kind of like a parasitic fungus <laughs> <laughs> that like gets in the ant yeah, have you seen mm-hmm. what i'm talking about like yeah parasitic funguses yeah. that kill ants yeah <laughs> oh man it's definitely something <laughs> to think about though i mean i don't how far are we into this one? Yeah, we might we might talk about it more next week, probably. Yeah. But it's definitely something that recently happened, and I'm excited to hear more news about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that can be cool. Yeah, <laughs> that can be um, sick. Yeah, that'll be that'll be really interesting. We'll, we'll do some more research. We'll talk about it next week after mm-hmm. we get some uh, after we get some. All the analysts, all the analysts has been, uh, it, you know, done. But mm-hmm. we'll see if there's any more that comes out about it. Yeah. Um, I did want to do like just some quick like little house cleaning uh-huh. uh, before we end the show. Why would um, you do that? That's no fun. <laughs> it's no fun. Um, so we are coming up on one year of the show. Mm-hmm. And I have been uh, kind of thinking of some ideas. And I'd like to hear from our audience uh, what they would like to see. Would they like to see merch? Would they like to see some giveaways? Would they like to see a special episode? Um. All that kind of stuff. Uh, I put out a tweet on our Twitter um, where people put tweets out. Uh, <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> um, so I'm actually going to go on ahead and take that link right now. You guys can uh, follow us on Twitter um, if you're there. Uh, so we'd like to hear from you guys and just know what you guys would like. Uh, in terms of merch, I've thought about like stickers and, and mugs and stuff like that. Um, maybe shirts or hats. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So I'd really like to hear from you guys uh, what you want for a one year. Um, yeah, uh, that's kind of that. 
uh, Ren, is there any housekeeping you want to get out of the way in terms of the show before we end? Oh, not not necessarily in terms of the show, but very recently, like last week, uh, if you guys actually do check out my stream, twitch.tv forward slash rendition, mm-hmm. sell it, by the way. Um, we actually announced our sub-only server, our sub-only Minecraft server, and we've been going through like a process on it. We initially had like a not super great server from a OK server host. Um and then we upgraded, and then we downgraded, and then we moved server hosts entirely. So what we were at, which was like two gigs of RAM and not a lot to run a server nowadays, we bumped it up to an unlimited amount of gigs of RAM. Um, and yeah, the the server has tons of plugins in. It's so far it's looking really good, which is a big pog. But yeah, if anybody's mm-hmm. subbed that does not like just hasn't heard about it because I've tried to mention it, but at the same time I also keep forgetting because I'm a nerd um yeah feel free to like mention in my discord that you want to get in and then we'll we'll hook you up but yeah um is there anything else that you guys want to talk about before we end the show that's that's it for me personally i could i could find some random stuff to talk about (laughs) uh i think you did wonderful filling up the time for the show so i appreciate it spirit spirit tell the people where they can find you and what they're going to find when they get there so my primary way to find me at is twitch.tv forward slash the spirit. And generally you'll find terrible gameplay of Overwatch. I'm a Genji main, a dirty Genji main. <laughs> but I don't always ask for healing though. I will come to you. Um, I'll, uh, and, <laughs> Anthem gameplay, um, if you're interested in that. And I think more recently so, uh, more World War Z gameplay. Danny has actually been there a couple of times as well. And... Uh, yeah, that's it. I think that's it, pretty much. Cool. Yeah. Ren. Yeah. What's coming up on your channel? Where can people find you? Well, I basically already said it, but uh, if, mm. if I need to repeat it, we got the sub only server up. Um, I'm probably gonna be doing that here and there. Um, I'm gonna be doing that. Um, I'm waiting for the recent or the upcoming uh, siege patch because siege is still in a really yikes spot. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm waiting essentially for that to come out, and I'm considering playing Sea of Thieves at some point. I've, I've been thinking about it just because I've never played it before, and I'm curious to see yeah, how it did is. Did you just recently get it? I, I have not recently got it. Apparently, uh, because uh, the Xbox Game Pass for like three months is like a dollar right now. So I'm just yeah. going to like buy that real quick and then just uh, play it and see oh. how it goes. Well, well yeah. I have it. Oh, Pog. I was one of the poor souls that pre-ordered it. But... <laughs> oh, no, not Pog. Not Pog at all. Lone Spirit is the poster child for not pre-ordering. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing but I'm, this- glaring, I'm glaring at him for those who can't actually see the stream. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's essentially it. I think I have my own, like, I'm planning. I uh, Last week I was planning on doing my merch. I might do it this mm-hmm. weekend. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically it for me, realistically. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so on my channel, I've been playing uh, Pokemon Crystal Clear. It's a ROM hack of Pokemon Crystal. So come on by, hang out. It's been super chill, just playing a very chill game. Um, I'm probably, I don't know if I'm going to do it on stream. Uh, but I'm going to pick up Dauntless again this week, see what's kind of mm-hmm. going on with it. Um, I might be able to talk about that next week as well. Um, Insurgency Sandstorm has had some updates. I'll try to get into that and see what's going on with that. Um, in terms of the podcast, well, I guess I do have one thing. Um, I will have an announcement in terms of like the podcast family. <laughs> 
soon. Uh-huh. Um, so follow me on Twitter or or follow the podcast on Twitter or on Instagram or here, and you guys will uh, will learn more about that. Um, in terms of the podcast, make sure you guys follow us. Uh, follow my channel here if you want to watch us live. Um, link will be down below in the description. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you want to watch the VOD. Um, you can also follow us on Spotify. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and on Swoot and Stitcher and all other places. All your favorite podcast platforms we're on uh, and listen on the go. Um, follow us on Twitter at NTN Pod. And um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Uh, anything else, guys? I, I actually I was planning on actually streaming after the podcast. I completely forgot to mention that. That's it. That's the uh, only part. So I'm probably going to be streaming in like 10 part. minutes. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Cool. Well, um, if there's nothing else, guys, let's go on ahead and say goodbye. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. So long to the hospital passes. Adios. Love you.